0: Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, Yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack, episode 176. Wow. How are you, Garrett? How are you guys?
1: Oh, I'm fine. How about you, Good? bud?
0: Doing well. Can you <laughs> guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. I have a new <laughs> new microphone, so I'm Whoa. making sure new, new mic. everything Fancy. is working. Give me feedback, chat. If it's too much, too little, let me know what you think. Um, tonight, we are going to talk about the Switch Pro, Rebecca's favorite <laughs> topic. Um, Monster Hunter and some other news, but before we do that, let us thank those that help keep us afloat over at PS or at Patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you, Michael Massick, Barry Cathcart, Edwin Callow, Stephen Keller, Nick Creature, Rude Days 93, Ben Moxham, Rob Emanuel, Nick Philhalber, Paul Calico. If you listened to the latest episode of Dollar Cinema, mm. apparently for years. Everybody has been saying Kyle's last name wrong. What? Whoa. It's Kyle Hyman, not Heyman. Whoa. So, Kyle Hyman. I don't know if I can get that changed in my head. I know. We've been surge. saying it that way
2: for so long. <laughs> it's ingrained my head now. <laughs> Are you sure
0: you can't change the way your name sounds, Kyle? Uh, <laughs> Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, tonight's featured patron, Josh Barboni, and RJ Kern. Um, tonight might be a little interesting. Yeah. We are under a tornado watch. Great. Both the county that I work for, emergency management, as well as my home. So at any moment, I may have to send emails, do stuff, whatever. At some point, if that happens, I will like wave at you and you just have to pick up where I left off. A tornado
2: is coming for your house and you're going to send emails.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got to. Go
2: get safe.
0: That's the job. <laughs> Um. So I've got my phone here and uh, I will be looking at it and kind of monitoring. So I'll be trying to do a little bit of both, but uh, hopefully not not too bad. Um, so this week, uh, what we're up to, Rebecca, what you been up to?
2: Oh, yeah. oh, man. This has been a very busy week for me. This is the week before my school spring break. So naturally, we mm. have everything that's going on things are like bouncing off the walls left and right so I've been I've been pretty busy um, during the work day and then when I come home I'm just very very tired so mm-hmm. I've been streaming a little bit still doing like some some PlayStation stuff here and there um, I took a night off just to rest um, I really haven't been playing a whole lot of like new stuff that I haven't already talked about um, but I will just throw in that I am completely back into Animal Crossing nice. Nice. it has happened I knew that this like I would take some time off and then get back into it and I I think this latest update that added the 50 uh, custom pattern slots. Really got me back into it because I'm just redesigning areas on my island. I'm redoing all my paths because wow. I have more custom patterns now, um, kind of getting back into the creativity of it. Um, the Sanrio Amiibo cards come out tomorrow, and I'm going to try to get a pack and I'm going to maybe invite a new villager on Target. They're going to be
1: rare to get. They're they- going to
2: be, yeah. So Target is really limiting. Um, they're I think they're trying to stop scalpers from getting them. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird how it works. So they're going to go live at nine o'clock tomorrow morning, Target only—you can only order it on their website, but you can't order it like for delivery online. Like you have to do—you have to order online to get curbside pickup at your local store. And it's only—I think it's either one or two packs per person per That's order. That's pretty or good. It is. so like you can't like just mass order them online. You can't go into the store and buy the whole shelf worth full of them. Um, they're really limiting, and I think it's because they're having a lot of problems with. Pokemon cards. Have you guys heard yeah. about that?
1: Mm-hmm. Pokemon it's cards are all the rage right now.
2: So impossible to get the new Pokemon cards right now. Like they're flying off the shelves.
0: People are kids crazy. want them. Now adults would be want, a good them. Time to, want them. Counters uh, want them. Put put our collection up on eBay, I guess.
2: Well, I mean, I don't even think it's the old ones that people want. It's the new it's the ones new that pack. people want. Yeah. yeah. I think there's so many of the old ones, but not so many new ones. Um, The kids at my school love them. They're everywhere. It's like kind of back when we were kids and they were getting banned from elementary school. Like, that's the case now. Like, these kids have binders full of these cards and, like, you can't get them anymore. Yeah, Yeah, I I still have a binder. Yeah.
0: We've got a box. Uh, I just bought a coffee table where the top lifts up. Mm -hmm. And we filled the entire inside of the coffee table with Jack's Pokemon card collection.
1: Nice.
2: They're hard to get right now. So i think that's what target is doing i'm sure they have similar policies for the pokemon cards now too but i think they suspect that the sanrio amiibo cards might be the same deal so they're trying to like kind of nip that in the bud before it becomes a problem mm-hmm. um but it's target only it's such a weird way of getting them so if if you're planning on getting the sanrio amiibo cards you know by the time you're listening to this it might be too late <laughs> But but i'm gonna try
0: nice um, good stuff but
2: that's i mean i think that's kind of keeping me going on the nintendo front until pokemon snap i think it's probably the next thing that i'm gonna get on the switch that's first party um i'm oh, prev- really looking forward to that game
0: previews came out this week i know
2: it looks better than i because y- you know my reservations. you were so that
0: game. you were so middling on it you were just I'm like no no know, i don't know guys <laughs>
2: I have to go into it pessimistically or else I'm going to set myself up for disappointment. So I'm, I'm cautiously hopeful after seeing these previews.
0: Fully voice acted. Every level has multiple paths. The Pokemon that part I
2: really like. The The multiple paths I think is good for the replayability.
0: Pokemon do different things based on the time of day, based on the things you throw at them.
2: I still wish that there were more... Um, like stages, and maybe there will be. Maybe they haven't showed us everything yet. But I Pokemon think the multiple Snap
0: Expansion Pass twenty nine yeah, ninety nine. I would
2: buy that. But I think just knowing that there's multiple paths, it makes up for the fact that there might not be a lot of different stages. Um, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. And there's over two hundred Pokemon, which is like quadruple the number that the first one was in. So yeah, um, i got to snap them all. Very excited. I Really, really want
0: motion <laughs> controls.
2: <laughs> that okay? Yeah, that's really big. <laughs>
1: That's mm-hmm. right. Wait, so is it like like Pokemon Go where you like catch it no like no
2: that? it's like you you tilt it like, yeah the it, to yeah aim. and then you can press to oh take that's the picture. nice yeah mm-hmm. like a real camera kind of thing
1: like with the mm-hmm. pro controller too it's just the
2: gyroscope just, yeah right? just like we imagined it would have been if it was a Wii U game mm-hmm. <laughs> with, oh. with the gamepad yeah
0: imagine if you could play with one controller in one hand and then you could throw the Pokeball with the other. And it would actually. You're not throw throwing stuff. a pokeball. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like, what if you if you did that? If you did that motion, and you threw like your apples or whatever. Oh, the at apples. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. And-
2: oh, maybe they would do that.
0: The days of the Wii all over again.
2: Man, I feel like that would get overwhelming. Like, so many things to do just to take a picture.
0: I saw Rebecca from IGN, um, her tweet thread about it, and she seems real on board and excited for it. That Good. gets Good. me excited. But you knew me. I was all in and super excited from the get-go. So I could care less if it's like, I beat this game in five hours. Like, don't care. I beat the first game in five hours. I played it for 100 hours. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's the thing that I can't let go of. Is everybody's like, you know, oh, the first game was so short. And then now they're like, you'll hear a lot of people on Twitter. You know, they'll say something like, there's not that many stages. I don't know how long I'm going to play it. It's like, there weren't that many stages the first time. And mm-hmm. I played that game Way, way yeah. more than I played most other games that I had, um, you know, just a ton because there's, there's some the replayability, mm-hmm. the collect-a-thon and just kind of redoing it. And plus, it was a really chill game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it was, it's not one of those games where it's like, oh, I beat it. I never want to play it again. It's like, I'm totally down to like ride on this Pokemon ride a few times.
2: And I feel like, especially with this one, there's going to be things that you're discovering way after you've played it, you know, one or two times. I feel like it's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, my God, I didn't know about that secret. And I, I think I want to try to avoid online. Like, I, I want to try to avoid I, other I'm people telling me spoilers, like yeah, how to find a Pokemon. Sure. I think eventually, once I want to get everything, you know, I'll, I'll start hearing more. Yeah, I want to go
0: through like once or twice yeah. and, and mess around with it and then look into what I what I didn't figure out. Yeah. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, that first weekend, I'm going to be a little, Mm -hmm. be hard to reach.
2: There's definitely. Go ahead, Garrett.
1: No, there's definitely a -a collect-a-thon there. (laughs) I saw, like, the different poses you have to do. And, like, I can see people trying to get 100% on this thing. And it's going to be way more than five hours for for that game, for sure.
2: I think that it'll be kind of hard to find every secret yourself. Like, it kind of is going to remind me of back in, like, the old days before the internet when we used to say oh like if you throw the the apple under the tunnel like <laughs> you mm-hmm. can get a pikachu that's whatever you know the secrets i think that'll be exciting oh no oh. did we lose donny
1: yeah he's going frozen it's tornado's there. coming i guess so
2: uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh.
1: He's anyways just
2: perpetually excited for pokemon snap
1: yeah look at his smile <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right gary you say what you've been up to <laughs> uh
1: so actually first off um thank you to um actually a friend of a show uh ryan craig or at Mathman. i think you i think you know him too uh he uh has a family nintendo switch online account and so he added an i'm i'm in his family account but also, my girlfriend is now added into the account as well. So we're oh. both playing online games now at the same time with uh, Nintendo Switch. So uh, you're
2: playing?
1: Splatoon 2 I with knew her. I know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I've been, so every time that um, in the evening that we have some free time, we would just play some games together. Sometimes we're against each other, and she gets very competitive. <laughs> and then we're on the same team. We try to help each other out
2: is she um, really really good now because she's yeah she is so much oh yeah so
1: on the switch like you know how splatoon's like the profiles are split so like yeah. she she was starting at level one on my profile like a month ago or something like that she is now like level 40 in that oh my um, gosh <laughs> in that profile and then um I, I think it was sunday when we added her account onto the switch online she was totally fine going back to level one.
2: And, oh, and i was really? like okay cool. she didn't have any of her weapons or anything she's just going no. back to square one
1: no she was like i, I i'm fine with that and i was okay. like okay sure and now she's passed me on my level on my <laughs> switch she is okay. like level 17 or 18. so but she is having a blast with that so Oh, Uh, man, I have
2: to team up with you guys. I told you because my spring mm -hmm. break is next week, so I'll have a lot more free time. I definitely want to team up with you guys and get back into it. I think that the Splatoon 3 announcement got me so excited for it again.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, there is a lot of people that are really good at that game now. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I feel like the only people who are playing it now are the ones who are really good.
1: We get crushed. And then <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Every time she gets into a match, she's like, oh, no, oh, no there's Japanese people in here. <laughs> I'm like, they are
2: so hardcore about the game. They're always still hardcore. still go on to Splatoon 1 and still find matches, and it's usually only Japanese players who are like... Incredibly competitive.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So we've been having fun with that, just dabbling a little bit with my spare time. Um other than that, uh I've actually been a pause on Persona Strikers just because I wanted to play another game this past week, which was Spider Man Miles Morales. And let me tell you, that game is just wonderful. Oh my god, oh, what is happening? We're changing. Here he is. Hi, hey, Donnie. We'll see if he get pops right back in.
2: Yeah, you're you guys are gonna crush me in Splatoon.
1: Matt Mann said Miles Morales is an amazing game. It is, uh, Wait, Rebecca, have you even played that? yeah. Rebecca, have you played? Have you tried Spider Man yet?
2: No, I don't know. People say that I will like it, but I don't know if I'll like it because I don't really like the whole superhero thing and I've never seen a Spider Man movie.
1: It's uh, okay, that's that's interesting. <laughs> um, well, is it in the collection, PlayStation collection? It, yeah. it is no it's not okay okay never oh no it's it's a remake there's a remake on ps5 that's why
2: oh Oh, yeah Um,
1: yeah. so anyways miles morales is the sequel to it the spinoff and i freaking love that uh video game just because of the representation in there um of uh just the minority and also it's about harlem and the community there
2: I feel like I would like the story and the characters a lot. So I feel like maybe I should watch somebody else play it. I don't yeah. know. It's, I mean, maybe I would like. I, I've been trying a lot of different games lately mm-hmm. um, that are like out of my comfort zone type things. Yeah. And I will admit the swinging with the spiderweb does look really fun. So it is. I'm not opposed to trying it.
1: There's haptic feedback on the triggers.
2: That weirds me out. I was <laughs> doing that with, with like the Astro game and yeah. like Sackboy and stuff, and it's weird.
1: Yeah, really there's some weird. resistance it on like the sugars makes, or something. It's
2: like a workout for your fingers.
1: Yeah, like, for it sure. It makes my
2: fingers sore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, is he going to come back? I don't know? know.
2: Do you want to finish okay. what, what you yeah. were up
1: Yeah, let me wrap it up. Um, I've been playing this other game uh, on Switch that I've been meaning to get to for a while now. Um, and it's it's called Void Terrarium. It's made by Nippon Ichi Software, the people who made Disgaea series um in a nutshell it is a roguelike dungeon crawler and so i've never heard of this yeah this it's a very smaller game um basically what you do is that you're this little robot and you're uh in apocalyptic world in an alien world is your robot needs to get gather resources mods or whatever (laughs) (laughs) every time i begin to explain a game (laughs) Donnie gets in to this dang thing. Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh <laughs> my
0: God! Wow. I have zero controls. <laughs> um, I, I literally have no controls right now. I can't what? see anything, but uh, really? at least you guys can hear me. Yeah, well, like this. That's good. All the settings and everything are gone.
1: We it's the stream is fine. Like yeah. everything looks fine. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, the power went out. Oh uh, wow! It came back on, but obviously it reset my router. So I I turned on my Wi-Fi card and I tried to get back. Garrett, I'm sorry for the uh, frustration I was giving you. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> but I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to miss the show.
2: Of course not. Of course not. So coach, coach suggested we we're about to let Dev start hosting.
0: <laughs> uh, Dev, yes, Delvin, absolutely not. No, no, no. See, coach, you've got the wrong. You've got the wrong Delvin. It's let Delvin host, not Dev host. <laughs> um i'm Where'd sorry where, where where were
1: we Can't. i was just explaining this game for the fourth time
2: <laughs> every, oh, it was I, so <laughs> funny. every time he started to explain it it would like <laughs> the views would change
1: <laughs> all right guys it's not a tell yes. it's a game that's good yeah it's a game called void terrarium and to make donnie the most like uninterested in this game it is a roguelike dungeon crawler and so that probably just snaps him out of there um it, so you are this robot that goes on expeditions to gather resources and goes back to the hub and basically it's a post-apocalyptic world and there's this one human left and you're trying to like basically take care of that human this this little girl and you and this other robot is like trying to figure out how how to do that. So think of this like humans like a it's like a tamagotchi or whatever you have to just like take care of it throughout several expeditions they you have to sanitize her place you have to like eat like give her food wow. she's not in the right mindset too because like it's like a she has fungus growing out of her it's like kind of creepy um but adorable at the same time it's very adorable art style um but it's oh, really cute yeah yeah and so the gameplay is it's fine it's just uh it's one of those you, it can pick up and just Try to go through a couple expeditions, and then you eventually die, or you eventually get to your end goal. Um, if you go into your end goal, that's great. You get like your quest items you need to get. You can like add a bed to like her place, or add some decorations, or give her a special equipment you can give yourself special equipment as well. Um but if you die, that's okay too because all the items that you gathered are converted into resources and you mm-hmm. also need resources for um crafting these items as well. So it's just one big crafting rhythm that you're just going through.
2: Is that where the roguelike part comes in?
1: The roguelike part comes in is like you just die all the time and then you you re- the next expedition you you restart to level 1. There's no like progression with your character. It's just um you helping this girl throughout like this story or this campaign or whatever. So
2: did you beat it yet?
1: No. I'm only like a couple hours in. Um it seems to be just okay. It's a solid mm-hmm. seven game to me. It's it's a game I would watch a show and just like this is busy time, like, oh, let me just go through a couple of expeditions or or something like that. It's it's nothing like you need to buy this game or get this game full price i got this for like 20 bucks and i'm like 20 bucks is about worth it okay i think um i think i'm gonna keep playing a bit more there's another smaller game that i would like to touch but there's just guys there's just so many rpgs i can't handle and there's a certain game coming out tomorrow okay (laughs) that i'm getting okay so
2: a certain small (laughs) It might have heard of before.
1: Yeah. It's exploding in our discord, <laughs> like, everyone.
2: <laughs> You're going to stick is, a lot of time into that. Uh,
1: no, no kidding. <laughs> Apparently,
0: that's a good decision.
1: Apparently, it is a good decision yeah. because we're going to have a lot of good hunting nights, too. Um, and also, I want to shout out to Edwin Callow just because he finished Braylee Default 2 yeah, he did. recently, and I loved his pictures is his progression throughout Twitter and it makes me really jealous because i just want to go to briefly default too now but i want to play persona strikers but i want to play monster hunter
0: he crushed dragon quest the same way man
1: man he he crushes them pretty good Uh, Honestly, he he, he's determined once he gets in he goes fast so congrats to him man um but that's pretty much it
0: well i um as i alluded to on last week's show finally i wanted it to arrive like friday i didn't get here until like Tuesday, so it was a little later than I expected, but I finally got my Super 64, which you can see pictured on screen. It is the Eon Super 64 HDMI adapter, and uh, you might be able to tell there's like a little button right there on the side of it. It's a really cool thing is that it will actually smooth out the picture, so I have Hmm. been posting screenshots and pictures of what my sixty four games look using this adapter. They
2: look good. It's it looks magical. Really good. It's magic. <laughs>
0: um and I had I had somebody who was like, it's still four EP. Well, of yeah, course. of course it is.
2: <laughs> You're not gonna magic oh my
0: there's God. no there's no like super resolution to the sixty four. Like um so for those that, that were interested. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> for those that were interested, it's hundred and fifty dollars, which is why I have never that makes sense. it's expensive. But, um, as I mentioned in the last episode, like they have the Ultra HDMI, which is like a full upscaler. This gets you really close to that, and those are like $500. Why? Why would you buy a
1: $500 thing? Now, happens?
0: if you haven't looked it up, you should, because they're pretty awesome. Um, the Ultra HDMI 64, like it looks better than what I have. Um, oh my gosh but this gets you really close at a fraction of the price Uh, thank you to Mr. Biden I used my Biden bucks and this was a little bit of something Mm -hmm. that I bought for myself, I wanted one of these forever I went and got my 64 out um, plugged it in I've been playing it all week it's incredible, I I can't believe it so one, I finally have my N64 plugged up via HDMI, so I can take Mm -hmm. advantage of the beautiful television that I bought for my Series X which is a big part of it, like a big part of the reason why my pictures look so good is because the TV is is fantastic. It's, it's an incredible TV. The second part is it is still 40 4D picture, but as you guys see in the pictures, it's blown up to 50 inches, and mm-hmm. there's no stretching. Nothing looks like all long or weird or out of place like you do if you get like the Hyperkin HDMI adapter that like plugs into the old adapter and then plugs out. Like there are all these like Radio Shack, you know, like daisy chains that you can right. do to the N64, but all you're doing is stretching. You're just blowing up your picture. Right. I think that's what the-
2: mine does. Remember the one that I was telling you about? I think it just does yeah. that. I haven't you're tried gonna it yet. Out,
0: you're going to blow out the pixels. Everything's going to look well, kind of worse for it, unless yeah. you are plugging it into like a smaller TV, right? That condenses it. Um, this upscales it. And that little button on the side that I showed you, is actually it's like a smoothing button. So, you know, like mm-hmm. on the virtual console, like uh, you have like a smoothing option. It'll round edges. That's kind of what this does. And when you sit there and you can flicker back and forth, what it does to N64 is incredible. Um, I posted a picture of uh, WWE No Mercy, mm-hmm. which is a famous wrestling game. And everybody knows what those wrestling games used to look like. The polygon figures, everything's super edgy. It looked amazing in 50 inches. Mm-hmm. And then you throw the, the lights behind it, and I'm just having a ball. I'm playing Pokemon Snap. I played Mario Golf. Um, played. I'm, I'm going to start playing some stuff. I really played a lot of the wrestling games. Played Blitz. Played uh, NBA Courtside, which, to be honest with you, I completely forgot even had. <laughs> 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 um, but I also remember like how much I loved that game back in the day. Um, he's got Wave Race '64 in the chat. I I threw pictures of Wave Race up. Um, just having a ball. It was worth every penny like every penny and then some i have zero hesitation or regrets recommending this product to anybody that wants to put that i can understand not wanting to put that much effort into a nintendo 64 like it's a lot of it's a lot of investment it costs more than what most people would pay for their system i get that mm-hmm. yeah but it uh, feels
2: good to, i feel like it feels good to play on that original hardware and have it look better with like you're not emulating you're you're yeah. playing on your original yeah. childhood games yep,
0: yeah and it feels great with an original controller mm-hmm and uh like i said i hooked it up to my tv it just sits in my entertainment center now like now so before as i mentioned i had to i have like an old tv that's in my closet so when i wanted to play a 64 i had to pull out my 64 pull out my tv set up a separate tv set up a 64 play it and then eventually get tired that it's all out and put it all back yeah now i could just plug my 64 into my entertainment center and leave it alone it's just hdmi 2 on my tv nintendo 64
1: that's really That's,
0: nice. It's incredible. Like that—that that amount of convenience for something so old to look so good. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. <laughs> like, uh, and I feel like it looks better in person. You know, than does I'm sure. my pictures. I'm sure for it sure. does. Yeah, yeah. Like it looks amazing on a big screen TV. Like I'm blown. Like Mario Golf looks great. Like I'm like, man. Me and my wife are just gonna play Mario Golf for like four weeks. I'm having a ball. Having a Did ball. you
1: compare Mario sixty four to the Mario three D All Stars
0: sixty four? No, I didn't, even, I didn't even turn on Mario 64. Now, I will say this. I think I've probably said on the podcast. I felt a little weird playing 3D All-Stars, like, on a Switch. Right. There are certain games that when I play, I want to play, like, with the 64 controller in my hand. As weird as that bear claw thing is. That thing st- was very weird. <laughs> so, like, it's weird to me to play GoldenEye 64, like, on a 360 pad. It's, it doesn't feel right. It's weird. It feels, mm-hmm. I felt the same way playing Mario. Like playing Mario, especially with my, I think it's my right thumb being so close to another thumbstick and not being able to, t- like the camera, like it's yeah. just, just, feels off. When you give me the original controller, like how my, my memory remembers the game, I almost take right to it. Um, and definitely replaying the 64 this week is really reminding me of that. Uh, knowing how little they touched the game, I would probably prefer to play it on 64 than play the 3D All Stars version. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, so I've been playing that, and I've been playing Zombie Land 2 <laughs> which you, is a, a game that I got from GameStop. They were running like a tax sale last week, and I uh, it was one of those deals where you had to buy four or five things to get like the most discount. So I ended up getting that game for nine dollars, which is a good. game that I've always wanted to get because I, I love Zombie Land, the movie series, but I knew the game was bad. And I've got to tell you, going into it, knowing that everybody gave this game like two and three out of tens uh, may, has made me think that I think it's better than...
2: Wait, is this a Switch game? Yeah. I've never heard of this. It's
0: a, it's a twin-stick shooter. Oh,
1: it's a uh, twin-stick shooter, yeah. Is and it co-op? Have, like, uh,
0: I've only played it by myself. Oh, okay, okay. But they, they kind of go back through some of the movie settings, and you've got these really corny comic cut scenes where the dialogue goes back and forth at each other while you're playing it. And it's very like just on the nose about the movie. But mm-hmm. that said, I'm having, I'm actually having a, a decent time. I, I I do like twin stick shooters though. It's not the best twin stick shooter I've ever played by, by a long shot. Don't but get me it's wrong. It's not a
1: bad game, right? But it's not bad.
0: It's, is mediocre. Not two or three. Like it's like, mediocre, but, but like it plays well. It looks good actually i've been playing in handheld i haven't thrown it up on the tv yet but Mm -hmm. even in handheld i'm like this looks pretty good just the fact that it plays well and looks good i would never rate a game that low right Um, for me if i'm ever reviewing a game and thank thank god i don't do it anymore but (laughs) when i was doing scores for game basically my i would start here i would go like does it play well i mean like mechanically does it play well like is it going to crash are you dropping through the geometry right like if it just plays how it's supposed to play like i'm probably going to give you a four yeah (laughs) like like, like bare minimum yeah like that's bare minimum you got to do that does it look good that bumps you up another point or two right so like most games for me even if they're bad probably a six five or six just because they play well if i'm giving something a two there's something wrong it's broken it's broken, it's broken. like it, it looks <laughs> awful it plays terrible it's gonna crash your save like it's broke
2: that's basically how to infinite scale is we only do one through five but one is like you it will not play you can't reach right. the end of the game there's something severely wrong with it mm. two is like okay maybe there's some issues but like it's just not a fantastic game this you is a very get it.
0: I think this is a very good game. For people that like Zombieland. Like, if you like Zombieland and you're into the IP and the tie-in, you'll probably find some entertainment here. It's one of those, like, it's a mediocre game that a certain person would really like. Everybody has that game. Everybody has a five that they love. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what this is. It's a five. If you're into horror movies and you like that or you're into twin stick shooters, it's a five that you'll enjoy. I'm about halfway through. I'm probably three hours into it so it's pretty short too but remember i only paid nine dollars for it i got it on a cartridge (laughs) i got a physical copy for nine dollars so nice you know it's it's really hard to throw stones at now if you bought it for forty dollars i'd probably be a little more yeah it's like a mobile game you know it's not really all that much more than that Mm -hmm. but you run around zombies hordes come at you from all different angles you can interact with the environment. Like you can turn on cars to like beep their horns and alarms and stuff and draw them away from you. Uh, One of the, the first level you play in the game, you're at a carnival, like the movie, Uh, and you can turn on the rides to like kill the zombies. Oh, that's kind of have like the ship come down and just like swipe them all out of the way. And it's, you know, it's standard affair.
1: Is it like power ups throughout or is it just a fixed weapon for the character?
0: Every character has their own power up and you level every character up individually. So if you like wanted to level them all up, you could. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would give you more replayability. But as you go through the level, there are caches or like trunks of cars and stuff where you can change out your weapons. So okay. you can get like a sword. Or you can get like Uzis or shotguns. You get grenades, Molotovs, all the standard zombie fighting gotcha. equipment. Yeah, Cool. Cool. Good. All right. So not knowing how much longer I have until just thing just explodes. <laughs> Do you see my camera? Or is my camera for everybody else like glitching out?
2: No just a little. On my end? Not it's like literally
0: that. like flickering.
2: It's it's not bad. It's, yeah, I mean it's okay. Fine. Okay, yeah.
0: that's good for me. I, I think it's worse for me than it is for you. Um. All right. So let's talk about. It's in the, the highlight of the show. It's the of big course. news. Bloomberg yet again. Now here's the thing. Uh, Takashi Takashi Mo. Oh my god. Takashi Mochizuki. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Last night he posted something. I, I was up. It was like two in the morning and he posted a tweet and I was going to reply to him like, that's, we're done. Like, enough. <laughs> you can't keep this going because, uh, he put out yet another report on the Switch. Now this one I think carries some weight, some real weight because he cites. That he sourced this with multiple developers,
2: I feel like this is the point where we should have started talking about it, because this I feel like, is where the rumors actually start having weight. I think you're right yeah.
0: <laughs> this is this is my version of the Nintendo Shack, and I'm all about. The deep dive on.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like confirmation. Week in a row that we're talking this is about when those. the
0: rest of the Nintendo podcast in <laughs> the world will start talking about them. So you are correct. <laughs> um. All right. So this is corroborated by multiple developers of the matter. It is releasing later this year, according to the plan. Plans change.
2: Did we not say this like three weeks ago? <laughs> it
0: does. Uh, it has a seven-inch, 720p OLED screen, which we know. But here's the new one. They're confirming through these developers that it does have a new system on a chip that is equipped with DLSS. Wow. So back when we were speculating all of the different ways that Nintendo and NVIDIA could be doing this, throw it all out. It's a new system on a chip, new chip with DLS. That means it has tensor cores also included in this report, better CPU and more memory, more RAM.
1: That's actually kind of crazy.
0: I think. What this means to everybody that's listening to this that don't care about this, this is a significant leap forward than than the current switch we currently have. This is a significantly more capable device. Mm-hmm. So if you were like, ah, oh, Nintendo's going to do and it's going to be a new 3DS versus the 3DS. No, it's not. This device, just bare minimum based off of what we have here, if it has a new chip, you've got to think it'll be the, the Tegra is 2016. Like, the chip we have now is very old. It's 2014. 2014.
1: It's it's crazy old.
0: Any new chip that we have is going to be better architected. So that's a huge efficiency gain, at minimum, could be more than that. Tensor cores, which lets us do DLSS, which lets us upscale, plus CPU and memory, this is it's a big deal. This is, that's a generation leap. It's a generational I leap. I love
2: people comparing it to it's going to be more like from the Game Boy to the Game Boy Color than from the 3DS to the new 3DS. Like It's, it's going to be it's like nothing more, like more it's, of a revision than what we I were think, originally looking.
0: I think it's going to be more like the PS3 to the PS4.
1: I think it's going to be PS3. With DLSS, is going to be closer to PS4 Pro.
0: Yeah, yeah the yeah. output, the picture you see on screen... Is going to look a lot like a last-gen console, even though it's only performing like, like you know, I don't know, like a PC It's
2: still like yeah. the Switch system. Like, they're not making a new – it's like not a new console. They're still that's, keeping it in the Switch family.
0: Well, that brings – we don't know. I don't but, know. But I agree. That's what I,
2: they've been saying.
0: I think that's correct. But part of me wants to say that maybe this is becoming – maybe Nintendo is going to go like the iPad route. Yeah. Where here's the Switch Pro. It still plays all your old Switch games. Eventually, some new games will only be playable until if you upgrade. Yeah. And maybe they just keep upgrading. And maybe there isn't like a Switch Two, or or maybe there is a Switch Two, but there's no generational cutoff. You know, like the iPad mm-hmm. can play everything that came out on the iPad One, but mm-hmm. if you have an iPad One, you can't play mm-hmm. a new game. Like maybe they go down that road. I'm just if, I'm
1: I'm just shocked because Nintendo has never gone down this road before no, they haven't. with a new iteration of their current gen whatever console. Seeing the a better CPU in a new SoC, that's that's going to be crazy. It's a
2: very and, not Nintendo to do that model. Yeah.
0: And a lot of people have put that question and the reason that I've heard speculated I, I mean I think this checks out and makes sense is there have been reports that NVIDIA wants to stop making the Tegra chip because it's so old. They want to move to new technology. Yeah. So they're working with Nintendo on a way to bring them forward. And you've got to think, I can't wait to see the tech dives on this whenever this is unveiled because they're going to have to do something for backwards compatibility. Like mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. it's out of the same family, they're, they're going to have to have like some sort of emulation or some sort of mode or something baked in that lets it all kind of stay a part of the same family. But I didn't expect, i was. this was always the hope, right? When Garrett and I were talking about these, this was the dream. Like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it big. This looks big. Like Th- This is big. Yeah, Breath this of is the, the biggest Wild 2 will significantly play better on this than what we currently have.
2: And maybe I'm thinking probably that's why we haven't seen anything about Breath of the Wild 2 because they're probably holding on to it until they're ready to show off this mm-hmm. new console because they know that whatever they show would either give away the fact that it's going to be totally brand new hardware or like they're just not ready because they they're sitting on this you know this reveal
0: yeah no that that that's probably true um, performance I don't think with DLSS it shouldn't be an issue like we should be able to have like 1080p60 docked at least yeah if not better 4k yeah, yeah, yeah. upscale 440 we still think it'll
2: be a switch it's handheld and docked
0: yeah it'll yes. be both it better be I actually think it's going to be everything everybody that aside and I say everybody I think all rumors originate from Nate the Hate who seems to have the scoop on this. So, I want to I always want to make sure I source people. Um, I think it's going to be in the same case and I think your Joy-Cons are going to be compatible with it. Yeah. So, a lot of folks That's have nice. said that it'll be in the same kind of case. It'll fit like in your old dock even. Or like <laughs> um it won't be able to do all the things it does, but uh and it does mention that like if with the new system on a chip, if everything's on the Switch, you could even see some improvements like in portable mode, which is another thing which yeah, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, with this being a whole new architecture, old games, they will perform better just because the system is better, but they'll be capped. For them to unlock the potential of what those old games could do, they will need to be patched.
1: And we that, talked about
0: that. That brings up an interesting point because Nintendo doesn't really... Patch like next gen upgrades,
2: they don't really
0: sell them, they usually resell them to us.
2: And maybe we'll get Nintendo Selects again with the maybe you know, released for the Super Switch. Oh man, oh my gosh,
0: because I really want to replay Breath of the Wild on this before Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. I want to replay Breath of the Wild like in all of its best that it could be on the new Switch.
2: Yeah, mm. they're gonna resell it to you. Oh. It might not be sixty dollars, yeah. but I could, I could totally see them doing like a Nintendo Selects type thing again, where they're gonna sell it to you for like not twenty, but probably thirty dollars. Like and an upgrade it will feast. Look, yeah, yeah. So it'll be the same exact game, but it'll be like enhanced for the Super Switch.
0: So I'm gonna let everybody know this ahead of time. Um, I'm gonna be a hypocrite, and I'm gonna buy that when they do it for <laughs> Zelda. As much as I hate it when Xbox and PlayStation and third parties do it again. For Zelda, I'll do it. I'm not going to do it for any other thing. But for Zelda, I will totally give them $20 for a patch.
2: It'll be if 30 I, 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 It won't be a patch. It'll be, a new, it'll be in a new case. <laughs> Nintendo's oh, going to milk man. this
1: out as much as they can. Oh, yeah. We're I would think I mean, Breath of the Wild 2 Deluxe Edition, $90. That'll, that'll include Breath of the Wild Remastered in some form or fashion in there. I could see that.
0: Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, maybe it's a part of like the new one. Yeah. Yeah, That. Yeah. That. Yeah. That, that'd be cool. Um. Now, analysts tipped that this might come with as much as a three hundred and ninety nine dollar price tag. Uh, Bloomberg's internal analyst stated three forty nine will increase the value proposition of the device, but I think Nintendo can drive strong demand even at four hundred. Four hundred scares off a lot of Nintendo customers.
1: Yeah, it does. That's a hard me. sell
2: for an upgrade. <laughs>
1: I, I think this is how they're gonna have to market it if it's at this price. It's gonna be a premium product, right? Oh, and yeah. um hopefully like I they're still definitely gonna be selling the OG switch or whatever switch SKU that they're gonna have uh alongside with it at three hundred dollars. So the switch pro might just be the premium product fifty to a hundred dollars more.
0: I let you do switch Lite one ninety nine, switch 249 switch pro 349
2: that would i was going yeah i was going to say be okay. if you said 399 i was going to say no way but i mean i, I will buy one for 399 <laughs>
0: yeah i know you I, will. i would buy I one for
2: 399
1: too, yeah
0: right? but yeah you're not going to get 80 million people to buy one for 399 mm-hmm. but i was thinking like yeah if they announce this with a with a price cut to the old one
2: I think they have to be real careful here because it's a different situation now, and you're going to have people this holiday who are deciding between three consoles whether they want to switch at the PlayStation Five or an Xbox. And I think that you know to remain competitive with them, I think it would be kind of silly for them to price it at three ninety nine if it plays this most of the stuff at this point that is on the, the original Switch. I don't know. I think that would be a tough sell for a lot of people.
0: I mean, 399 I think is a tough sell. Three ninety nine yeah. is a tough sell period, but if it does what they're saying, it's going to do, right? Like they've basically just backed in because they partner with NVIDIA. They have just fallen into like this magical software that only Nintendo would love to have. Right. We're going to give you all the performance that we never yeah. want to pay for without having to pay for it. Like NVIDIA is just going to do this for them. Um, if you look at it from that angle, Pricing at three ninety nine would be on par, because you're basically at what PS five digital edition. Yep, both do four K.
2: How much are the Xboxes?
0: Series S. Series S is two ninety nine, but it doesn't do four K. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I'm just trying to think because like we we're in a bubble, and to me, like I try to pull myself out of that and look at it from the casual market, which is who the people who are going to be buying any console. Um, mm-hmm. That's who the millions are and uh, what they would be most likely to buy, you know, if they can only afford one console this, you know, this holiday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's also the first holiday, like their price cuts and things will come later. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: but if they did a price cut on the OG stuff, like even they could eat, probably discount the Switch Lite even. So saw people say they could go 179 could. for the Lite. Maybe wow,
2: that would be a good price for that.
0: 249 for the OG. So here's the other thing. If the reports are true and NVIDIA doesn't want to phase out the Tegra, then eventually that switch hardware is gonna go away. Yeah. Like the Switch Lite and the OG switch will sell off. And I think if if they sell off and you're still at three ninety nine on the pro, like that's not a good space for Nintendo to be in. They're gonna be cheaper than that. So I, I would if I was to bet three forty nine tops. And
1: it has to be at least a hundred dollars difference between the switch. And yeah, the switch, so you bro. cut
0: the OG model, you, you cut the OG model to two forty nine. You're still making bank on that at that at that ratio. You, you really are. And you sell the new one at three forty nine, and it will be such a leap forward that I think for the the fan that buys all the for the Nintendo fan that's buying ten Nintendo games like that giant attach rate, mm-hmm. the upgrade will be worth it because mm-hmm. you'll be able to see a tangible upgrade. Well so. is,
1: is there like another I know there was another rumor about just like the revision of the original switch they do you, do you think that still holds true like we're going to get possibly an OLED screen or some kind of kind of improvements to what we have now for the two ninety nine or two forty nine price
0: I would do that later because I think if you if you introduce them at the same time, then you're undercutting the reason to upgrade to a pro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no reason yeah. to upgrade to a pro for a lot of people if you can have the LED screen at a cheaper price. Yeah. so I think you do that later you and you like you know you do the switch light pro or whatever you know down the road next year mm-hmm. um, oh, switch
1: light pro would be very nice. yeah so exactly so like <laughs> you, Wait, are sell you the
2: saying s- a revision to the light. No, or,
0: no, just like the, the standard hardware
1: the standard switch like we have it? the Tegra, the the tegra chip, what we have now, are we going to get some type of SKU revision with an OLED screen no. with it or anything like oh i mean we 've had some rumors about that. I was just really? wondering
0: well um, if the if the rumors are true what? that they if the if the rumor is true that Nvidia wants to move beyond the Tegra chip production, then eventually you will need to phase, phase, need out. I think phase get phased the switch out. light out or transition to a new switch Lite type of offer gotcha
1: so That's there could
0: be there could be a new switch light with a lesser chip or you know no dls or whatever but with an led screen yeah but you can't announce them at the same time because mm-hmm. you're 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 undercutting the potential of the mm-hmm. switch Pro.
1: i see what you mean i i yeah um i still see that nintendo you know tease you know testing that 399 price I wouldn't put it past them.
0: I definitely wouldn't either. They, they, so like, they sold see. the Wii U at, what, 349 and they never moved. <laughs> 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 like, they stayed there the whole time. They were, you know, so, like, I wouldn't put it past them either, especially, especially thinking about this. They said in this report, and I think this is the most exciting part of this Bloomberg report, which I totally, by the way, like, I opened it up real fast, screenshotted it so I could read it. Mm-hmm. Before before the Bloomberg, you know, pay us uh, <laughs> the subscription. Comes yeah, up. yeah. Um, they said that it's going to come with, I believe, the word that they use, a bundle of games, lots mm. of game announcements to be saved for this.
2: Oh, <sighs>
0: so if the software lineup is strong, and think about it, we That's already what
2: they need. That's what they need to be. We with
0: already it. think it's strong, or at least I do. Right? Yeah. yeah. They have Pokemon games, Zelda remasters, Breath of the Wild 2 somewhere out there. Like, they got Mario Golf, like, shortly out in front of it. Like, they're saying un- they're a bundle of unannounced games. If they have a bundle of unannounced games, that can really drive that, a pro that could, upgrade. That could shake some, uh, yeah, push but us. Breath of Wild 2 alone will push hardware, but if you have anything else, if there is a Mario Kart, if there is a Wario game, if there is a Metroid something, like, whatever else you have to throw in there, Bayonetta 3, which would... That's how you show off some new hardware, right there. That's definitely <laughs> how you show big off the shiny a game, um, Zelda Anniversary Edition.
2: I could see it being like our reveal for the for, for the original Switch. Do you remember that one trailer where we got everything where it like showed Zelda and it showed Skyrim playing on the Switch, and we're like, oh my god, Skyrim yeah. on handheld? And it's like, I think I feel like it could be one of those things. And Then we saw Splatoon, and it's like, ah,
0: yeah. I'm, uh, I, I mentioned it on Twitter. I'm very excited. This is, this sounds like what I was hoping was going to be, and I never would buy into the hope. You remember, I was like, this is what I want, but Nintendo yeah. never does that. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they are, and, uh, it shouldn't be more ecstatic.
1: Everything's pushing against it, though, just because of the chip shortage that I see. So they, they must have something to, to, Make these things. Well, they're stockpiling
0: in advance. That's why I I still think this system. I don't think the system launches this fall. I think it launches in. I think it launches in March.
2: I think so too. I think they, as as much as they might want to,
0: I agree. Like if you're, and it's just that's just the conservative nature in me. Like with COVID and everything, that's the same thing. The same reason why I said Breath of the Wild. Like, just push it until March. There's no reason for them to force it out in November. If they can strongly launch it in March, there's really no reason to not wait. It's not like they're losing money. You know, it's yeah, not sure. like there's there's nothing driving them to have to do it.
1: They're mm-hmm. still they're still pushing the original units like crazy yeah. these days. Exactly. So.
0: The momentum is still strong, so there's no reason to push it out there.
1: We got Pokemon games coming later this year. We'll be good.
0: Imagine what Pokemon Arceus is gonna look like with. I with feel Star like there's maybe
2: the reason why that game looks like the way it did it's is trash. probably because it's meant for a different switch model <laughs>
1: that's fair possibly they um, need to do a lot more than that though
0: <laughs> hobie 1k wants to know do you believe nintendo online will get a new platform library that's exclusive to the switch pro like when super nintendo virtual console was available <laughs> that for the was, 3ds that was
1: rough
2: yeah uh, i think it will
0: Yeah, I kind of agree. Like, that that
2: (laughs) kind of makes sense. (laughs) Gosh,
1: (laughs) please don't.
2: I mean, that's such an easy exclusive thing because it's like the core market isn't really missing out because they're not really new games, but it's enticing enough to make you want to upgrade.
0: Yep. I kind of agree.
2: No, I, I don't YouTube.
1: like this strategy at all. I I, I re- I'm gonna push back. I it's like you could easily is. emulate this on a switch. Why would because you just... imagine? Think
2: about but it. But it's not, not for the power, it's because I'm just gonna blow your mind.
0: They put some Game Boy games on Nintendo Switch Online for the old Switch owners. But if you upgrade to the new one, you get to play GameCube stuff.
2: Yeah. Oh my it's God. not a power thing, it's a lure to get you to buy it. Oh, I know. Oh,
0: yeah. It's oh, yeah. just dumb. I think it's the oh, dumbest totally dumb. It's
2: definitely I, I, dumb. I, I, I but it
0: works. You know what else is dumb? Making sure you can't buy Mario after March thirty first. It was also dumb, but did it work? Yeah, it did.
1: <laughs> uh, well, uh, the SNES Virtual Console did not push me for the new 3DS. It
0: totally did for me. Really? Oh yeah, well, I'm. I, I can't I can deny it.
1: These things on my P. Pe- like I, if I, it's you just go back in the
0: podcast though. feed and you listen to that episode, I am ecstatic that I get to play Mario uh, Super Mario World on my 3DS. Yeah, totally did.
1: Ridiculous. I. <laughs> this virtual (laughs) me and virtual console we can emulate this crap on other things so i'm just it does it's not enticing for me whatsoever but that's just
2: you you have to remember we're in the bubble do you think that the millions of of people don't even know what emulating games means
1: i'm sure they just don't care to play gamecube games on a switch pro they would rather they're getting a new system for the games Uh. not
2: no, 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 I, It no. just don't Nostalgia see how it pushes it. sells. It yeah. sells. Mm, I don't like it. They don't <laughs> know how to download like ROMs. It. They it's, don't uh, know don't like what Dolphin means.
0: And, so and if you're no like me, either. I don't want to mess. I know what it is. I just hate messing with it. And it's never, for me, Garrett, plugging in like a USB controller to my PC to play something like that in a little squared window, it's not the okay. same. It doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel as good. You know, like the 3DS I, was... I, I get was where
1: handheld. you're coming at. The yeah. The u- ease of user emulation on PC is not ideal, for sure. You yeah. have to put some effort into it. It's just me personally. This this does not... And you got to venture whatsoever.
0: into the, the dark web. <laughs> you got to get your ROMs some It's from not really dark web, guys. Come <laughs> on now. <laughs> I, don't know, on I don't know ROMs where on you the hang gadget. out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made sure your Vita worked just fine, okay? <laughs> nice.
0: Uh, Carlos, in your opinion... What's the chance we'll see a revision of the Joy-Con if the new Switch arrives this year, or early next year? Do they, uh, they really need to change the triggers, which isn't interesting, and eliminate the drift? Um, there was a patent that's been circulating. Mm-hmm. It's not a new patent. That's why I didn't put it in the news. It's actually an old patent. It was just approved. Did yeah. you guys see this? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I don't the, think
2: that's what it'll look I don't like. like. I don't it.
0: think it is. But it has the D-pad on top, and it has what's pictured looks like a Circle Pro.
2: Yeah,
0: like I don't slider. like it. Yeah. I would I wanted to ask you guys about that. Like, what would you hate the idea of having like the circle slider versus a joystick?
1: You can't yes. do the slider just because you can't click in. If you can't click in, then you're eliminating a lot of games.
0: Mm, right. even Think about that. Because mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't mind those little sliders. I don't. I, I, I don't mind
1: that. the circle pads really either. It's actually the feel of the 3DS. It cramps my
0: hands. The circle pad, pad has like haptics where you could like tap it.
1: You could mm. you you'll have to have invite some pressure into it, Yeah, and you will. then you can only you pressure in a lot when you get tense in that circle pad, like like with certain games. Like I remember playing Luigi's Mansion, I was like using that yeah. circle, circle pad pretty rough.
0: I gotta tell so. you, I don't really have any issues with the triggers. I know they're like just button presses. There's no yeah. pressure or movement they're on them.
2: Clicky. But, they're well, not I can, great.
0: I can get over those for the sake of for the form factor. You got They're small. Like you can't have big pushy triggers on something so small.
1: I think you could keep the same shape, just have that feel of like a, you know, an Xbox or a DualShock controller where you have
0: some- That trigger's thing. a lot bigger than-
1: No, no, I'm not saying the big of it, but just like, you can go halfway or you can go full on into the trigger as a button, right? Yeah,
0: I get that, that, but like when yeah. you pull that trigger in, it's gotta go into the Joy-Con yeah, it's a lot of space there. You'd have to make the Joy-Con much bigger to do that.
1: No, I I'm saying just size. I'm just saying like a spring, like going curling in instead of a button pushing in. That, that's you. all I'm saying. Yeah. There's I, I think as for the
2: patent, like there's um patents all the time. For all sorts, of, like I think they they make oh, those, yeah. but that doesn't necessarily mean that that product is actually ever going to exist. And I think that the design, I don't think that one ever the will exist. Of
0: the right. Nintendo quality of life mm-hmm. patent that we'll never see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens all
2: the time. Um, I think there will be some slight differences or revisions, but like you said, I think everything will be compatible to use the old Joy Cons with this. I think it would be silly for them not to. Yeah, I think um, the
0: rail and the communication will be the same.
2: I don't think there's going to be any differences to prevent drift or anything like that. I mean, that can happen on any controller, not just the Joy-Con. But I, I don't think the we'll video,
0: for that. the Joy-Con, the the mechanism that causes the drift in the Joy-Con is also present in the PlayStation and in the it's Xbox It's
2: in everyone. Yeah, it's yeah, an they're every- all
0: using like the same part,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's just those washers wear out. Yeah, no. they,
1: they ripped apart on mine.
0: I I do think and I've I've defend I feel like I've defended Nintendo almost too much for this, and I, I don't mean to come off like a homer. I just feel like Nintendo is like they've reached this point where everybody online on Twitter just assumes that every Joy Con drifts forever. And I just I know that's not true. I've had too many Joy Con that don't drift that I have not had an issue with, and it's not just me. You know, like just because Twitter says it doesn't mean it's you know, Like we've ran with like ninety eight percent of all Joy-Con drift, and it's like that's nah, probably more like twenty eight percent of all people Joy-Con drift. People complain
2: when it happens to them, but nobody says when it doesn't happen to them. Yeah. So it just like it happens more often.
0: And I think it's become because of like the Kotaku articles and the headlines, it's become a really popular thing for people. You know, because then you've got everybody sharing it. People who don't even own Switch Joy Cons. You know, are sharing it, and I just think it's gotten a little out of the barn with that. Uh, I don't think it's as bad as people say. But I do know it's an issue, definitely, right? It is an issue. But Nintendo is also fixing that issue. Like i just don't
1: think here. they're gonna completely reimagine these joy cons no. because of that issue but i think they're gonna go to the drawing board like okay what kind of material yeah yeah can we fix this can we make it a little bit more durable that these people are getting this issue like but me? they won't
2: mention it they won't they say won't. and to prevent drift like they'll not even recognize of course that it of that
1: course not right. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. um i think uh, like I think a lot of people I've I've heard in in just the Nintendo community I just personally anecdotally everyone has experienced this Joy-Con drift issue at least once and now I I and, and I know it's we're not to be the, fair, we're in our own bubble
0: too I'm not saying it doesn't exist yeah, yeah, yeah like half the people in PSVG has had it I just feel like collectively on the internet like there is the impression people are
1: yelling for it's sure. the
0: impression that they're all broken I have my second
2: second issue now.
0: They've sold 80 million switches. That means there's at least 160 million Joy-Con. I guarantee you.
2: (laughs) My Animal Crossing character walks left if I don't don't move my controller.
1: Oh, that sucks. I just think they're going to try to, I don't know, make it more durable some way. It's gonna be the same Joy-Con though. It's gonna literally be the same stick. It's just gonna be different material. It'll
2: look pretty much similar with some slight differences. Mm
0: -hmm. I would would love. I would love. I mean, obviously, I think we all would love to see them fix it. So I hope they do. Mm
2: -hmm. I'm very swappable.
0: I'm interested in seeing. Like, do they drop haptics or anything like that?
1: I don't know about haptics right now. Um, I mean, they are the Nintendo company, though. They love having some the,
0: the camera in one of them or anything like that.
1: A camera, no. Camera is so 2002. Like, cause you
0: know, like the one has the camera in it and like Labo no, uses it. No, he's talking
2: about the sensor.
0: Yeah, the sensors that oh. the Joy have. Like, do they drop any of that to make some room to make some improvements? I
1: see know? what you mean now. Uh, cause I don't um, there, think so.
0: There are cool things that they have in them, but they're not really utilized. You know, like the sensor, like the haptics, like we don't use them a bunch
1: ring fit. You use it a bunch.
2: I feel like if they drop it, there will be so many compatibility issues.
1: Yeah, there
0: could be some, there could be some,
1: and and just functionality within games too, that we don't normally use, but I'm sure there's modes out there that if you try to drop them, it's going to be weird.
0: Okay. Sammy doom. Do you think the possibility of a high end switch will fracture the large base Nintendo has with the base model? I think they're, uh, I mean, personally, I think that's kind of what the whole – I think that's what they're trying to do to make sure it's a part of the family is to not fracture that base. But uh, like like the iPads, mm-hmm. like did the iPad 2 fracture the iPad base? The iPad 3 fracture the iPad that's base? That's a like, different
2: comparison. That's not fair.
0: But we don't know that it's all that different, right? Because we're looking at it from a traditional video game console, and the Switch is anything but that. It, it is a tablet, and – when, when, you,
1: it. when you're only when you're like making a new console, you're always fracturing a base, right? You we're we're seeing this with the PS4 and PS5 transition being slow, and and seeing that that base is being fractured a lot, right? Um, with this Switch model, though, it, it's hard to say you're fracturing it just because all the Switch games are going to be really playable on the OG Switch too.
0: Definitely mm-hmm. Nintendo's. Yeah, Nintendo's um,
1: games, right? I've-
0: like, this report, I fully expect that the Switch Pro will have exclusive games. There yeah, will be yeah, yeah. games that are only possible to be played on the new hardware. like Chronicles be, X. It won't be Nintendo's games. I don't think it'll be Xenoblade. Um,
2: so, like, you think stuff like Splatoon 3 will release on both? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I
0: don't yeah. expect Nintendo, not until Pokemon the Switch Legends. Pro, not until the Switch Pro has a very good base. They're not going to cut over like that. Yeah. Nintendo is going to support both because they can't. Now, does that mean Breath of the Wild Two is going to run at twenty-two frames a second at seven twenty p? It might, <laughs> you know, but they're going to make sh- yeah. they're going to make sure it runs on both. Now, is Call of Duty or Madden or anything else that a third party might bring over? Are they going to make sure it runs on both? Probably not, right? Because the, there's probably not enough money in it for them to to do that. Um, but I actually think a big part of this is keeping Nintendo somewhat close to the console so they can continue to have third-party support mm-hmm. because the Switch is very old in the tooth at this point. Yeah.
1: I think they'll have one Nintendo game that's exclusive. One early Nintendo game. And I think it's it's going to try to just push the hardware as hard as it can, but it's not going to be a popular Nintendo game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? said Metopia. Miitopia. <laughs> No, That's exactly uh, it. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, but I don't think so. I think they'll wait. If the Switch Pro gets to 30, 40 million, then I think maybe, yeah, they might come out and be like, hey, you've got to upgrade at some point. You know, you've had your Switch for six years. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we can't keep making games for that anymore. Like, you got to upgrade. And uh, I think that kind of just does, like, you just do that over time. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm very, I'm very interested I would love to see somebody like after they announce this, I want to see somebody ask Doug Bowser the question like, hey, like, is the switch like just your new platform? Are you going to continue to reiterate on this every three, four, five years going forward?
2: You would give some kind of vague canned answer that isn't really a real answer? <laughs> I know. We're always striving to innovate. And while the switch is in the middle of its life cycle, we can't say for certain right now. But we do know that we continue to look at what's popular and how to innovate in today's market.
0: Man, she's got it down pat. He's got it perfectly. Hire her, Nintendo. Hire her. Are you executing Mario? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Coffee Princess, will the rumored Switch Pro cause an issue with developers having to now develop for two systems like the 3DS XL and the new 3DS XL or will there be games that are for the new Switch only? I, okay, there's two answers here. I think for a lot of the Nintendo Switch developers that are of the indie community, like Image and Form and things like that, Mm -hmm. their games are going to run on both perfectly anyway. So it doesn't matter. They don't care. For Nintendo, they also kind of fall more into that boat than the other boat. They'll be fine. The other folks, um, the bigger publishers, I think they'll try because there's 80 million Switch lights and OG Switches out there. You don't want to just turn off that potential sale. Right. But, I mean, as game development, as ports of newer games come over, Right, if you get like Resident Evil remake or something on Switch Pro. It's going to be possible to run on Switch Pro and it's probably going to get to a point where it's either not it's not worth the money to pay somebody like Panic Button to do the port or it's not worth it's not going to run well enough like on their own. Yeah. So in those scenarios, it's easier to just put it on the put it on the Pro. I don't want to get too game techy here but I still want to like venture down the idea. Is it possible that at some point in the future, two or three years from now, you have games that can run natively on the Switch Pro, but you can stream them on the Switch Lite? Right. <laughs> like, saying now, well, you can stream control in the Switch Lite
1: right now. You, you know? could, but I, I think those are going to be. I I think the cloud gaming is more of an instantaneous thing. It's not going to be like an open access, super viable option. It's going to be like, hey, we're going to try this out and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't see it going to be a big, huge um, avenue for the OG Switch players.
0: That's one way. Just throwing it out there. That's one way to keep the old hardware legacy going. It's like, yeah, your Switch Lite can't run Breath of the Wild 4, but you can stream it. Like, That is a potential way just to kind of bridge the gap. I'm just throwing it out there. What do you think, Rebecca?
2: I don't know. I don't really see Nintendo diving into that right now. I feel like that would just kind of muddy things and kind of make it confusing for people whether to upgrade. I I feel like that's just not like a reason. I think it would mess with our marketing. Like it would discourage people from upgrading.
0: I totally agree. That's what I was saying. Like just years down the road. Like eventually when we reach this like event horizon. Where it's like, you got to get the Switch Pro or not.
2: But even years later, they're going to be done with the Switch. They're not going to care. They're going to be shutting things down.
0: Mm, Good point. Our Mm. last question comes from Brendan. What could Nintendo do to keep developers making games for the current Switch if there is a Pro?
1: I mean, they don't really need to do anything, (laughs) to be honest with you.
0: I think Nintendo has already done all the motivation they can yeah the reason you make your games playable on the og switch is to sell to that market of of customer yeah you know if you want to sell 10 million copies of your game it's going to be hard doing that if you limit yourself to just this select group of people so like there is a not a responsibility there is an incentive for the developers to support the entire platform
1: Oh, yeah, just like make more money, just like how yeah, Sony is um, making PS4 versions of their new games, their new friend like like new games that are coming out this year or whatever, they still need to serve an audience that for millions of people switch is just a huge audience base right now. And then having the pro out later this year or even early next year, it's like uh, it's not going to be even close to the the base that we have now for the switch.
0: No, no for it's years
1: it's for gonna take years,
0: years. yeah so. Yep. now this does extend the switch's life cycle it does quite a bit quite a bit right yeah, yeah so I, this, this is very, very capable hardware for
1: sure, i'm very hesitant of like how are they gonna shut this og switch down but that's gonna be more far-flung future prediction stuff so we can talk
0: about that later monster hunter rise reviews came in and uh, they are stellar across the board it's currently sitting open critic at about 87 it's got very high praise technically some fantasy critically
2: yeah
0: 17 (laughs) points let's go (laughs) i uh, i did watch digital Foundry's take because i am interested in um re engine running on switch and they're very very um just congratulatory over the animations, the way the game runs, its performance. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like Monster Hunter Rise is really a stellar kind of showcase game to mm-hmm. show off to people. Mm-hmm. And while it's not Monster Hunter World in realism and resolution, the different take on style is actually very pretty in its own right. Yeah. And there are a lot of particle effects and things that are, that are very impressive for the Switch's hardware. And I thought that was really, really cool. It's got really high... Review scores from all the big outlets. Eurogamer with the big headline, quote, the best Switch game since Breath of the Wild. That's, That's
2: a bold. big statement. That's a bold statement, That's a really, guys. really big statement. it
0: <laughs> uh, pans out. <laughs> I saw, um, oh, I forgot his name. But uh, somebody mentioned, it was, it was the Washington Post journalist. Hmm. Said that this is the most inviting monster hunter for
1: new yeah,
2: players? for beginners. Yeah, they
1: always say that though. That's the thing <laughs> with Monster Hunter World. That was the same thing, and and for this one. But let me reassure you it is still Monster Hunter. It got
0: me to read the article. I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe. And then I read the article and he said something along the lines. Uh, I, I, I took a screenshot. It was like, if grinding monsters to get right here isn't for you. <laughs> and Donnie's like, nope. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, no, never <laughs> mind. Still the same thing. I'll see it you with the same game. Monster Hunter stories. Yep. Uh, Kaiju writes into the show. It's a long? Hello, Shaketz. It's a new one. It is. It's been a great journey leading into the launch of Monster Hunter Rise, having more people in a community like Elaine that are fans of the franchise and new members since the launch of World that, like Monster Hunter, is amazing. Especially excited that Garrett is getting the game now. Yeah. As a longtime fan of the franchise, I'm so excited to see the series return to handheld. I cannot wait for PSVG Hunting Nights. My question for Garrett. Oh, no. What made this game stand out to you as something you wanted to try? And did I play any role in that decision? And for the others that aren't getting it, what makes you shy away from the franchise? And what changes would you make to make the game uh, something that you would like?
1: Okay, so i've uh, I've seen Monster Hunter, quite, you know, quite a bit ever since the 3DS days, uh, and, and PSP as well. I've always wanted to get into it. The problem with the three DS one is that you know before the new three DS, it didn't have the second stick, so it was very hard to control the camera or whatever. Um, and then when the new three DS came in, and I, I I did have Monster Hunter Four Ultimate in there or something, it's just so hard to play that game because it's it's a three D action RPG in a three DS. That's that's kind of hard to do, and it's kind of hard to manage, and it's hard to control. And I get, I love that gameplay loop, though. You know, you, you know, I was talking about Void Terrarium. I love progressing and going through these expeditions and grinding. I I do like the grinding. Um, what stands out to me with with Monster Hunter World and also Monster Hunter Rise um is actually two things one thing is it, it is more inviting the the load times it's just all one map one all one expedition so that's very nice you you, you haven't seen that before in a nintendo monster hunter game They're, they've they been segmented off quite a bit um and also you get to play um uh, i get to play with a lot of people with friends that can help me and teach me how to go through these expeditions um and and playing with them and also just like with Monster Hunter Rise it's just uh there there's a huge switch community and I can develop a character from the ground up
0: so Thanks. I don't
1: yeah that's that's my answer
0: for me kaiju um grinding games have never been my forte that is said I've always found Monster Hunter like needlessly complex I've tried Monster Hunter 4 and 3 mm-hmm. and in both cases it was very left like unaware not what to do i get what to do go on the expedition fight the monster but like all of the gear upgrades and combinations and stats like that's so i don't i never want to do that in any game i don't do that in any other game that i play Mm -hmm. so like i think that's the biggest hurdle for me to clear um that's why i'm not really into the series add on top of that that this is really a multiplayer focused game a, that's a swing and a miss for me. Um, I mean, I, I'm trying to play It Takes Two now. Just trying to find a partner to play that like one night a week is hard enough, let alone a 400-hour Monster Hunter game where you've got to be in a party the whole time. Like, It's just never going to happen. It just doesn't fit into my lifestyle. So what can they do? They can make Monster Hunter stories. That's for me. Good. I like the first one, and I'm totally going to buy the second one eventually. I'm not going to buy it day one because it's coming out. A week before Skyward Sword is, but I will, I will buy that game on Switch. Definitely. So.
2: I tried one of the ones on the 3DS. I don't even remember which one. And I tried it and I had no idea what I was doing. And I really? was not really feeling particularly motivated at the time to like research and learn what the heck I was doing. Like it didn't seem very newcomer friendly. I probably didn't give it a fair chance, but that kind of turned me away from it. Plus also, I just feel like it's, it's also not super my type of game. Like I don't know. Is there like a compelling story or characters no, no, or anything? Not, not really. really. Um, And also, I don't know, I will feel very bad for the the monsters that I'm killing. Like, I don't want (laughs) to see that. They're very cute, and, like, I'm just not really into that. Um, I will probably feel more sad than having fun.
0: I do think Monster Hunter could go a long ways of streamlining the onboarding process for new players. They Mm -hmm. could make that a little easier. It was just,
2: like, options, options, options in, like, the beginning. Like, I was like, what?
0: (laughs) That sounds like Monster Hunter 4. Like, that's what I ran into. I was just like, yeah. That
2: on 3DS. Yes. Like, original 3DS? I think that was maybe... There was
1: Monster Hunter 3 and 4, but yeah. It was probably... I rented it from the library,
2: so I had a week with it.
1: It makes sense. Um, I think Monster Hunter World did a much better job of bringing in newcomers, and they opened the options up slowly, so hopefully they'll do the same for Rise. Also, I think a big thing on this that I I found very interesting is um, previous Monster Hunter games are not versatile. They're not fast. This one... It has wire bugs you can go up heights pretty like like pretty high and like you can ride the dog palimut stretching across like the whole map i i think it's really cool that there there's a lot more versatility to this versus previous ones so
0: i'm excited for you guys
1: i can't wait i'm can't wait to hear about it i'm ready to dive into it um uh, hopefully i'll play with kaiju and all the other psvg Crew, and uh, there's a lot of people in our Discord that are excited.
0: And uh, for those of you that haven't joined the Discord, you can at discord.com slash psvg or well, whatever that psvg.blog slash Discord. And uh we have a monster hunting tag, so mm-hmm. you can be added to the tag. And anytime if somebody's looking for a party, uh we'll probably set up maybe its own room, I think, just to kind of separate you guys. If you guys you can want have a play voice
1: playing. channel room,
0: and yeah, I we, think we'll set and I like can up.
1: stream my Switch into Discord, and that
0: would be dope too. Nice. Very nice. A new Pickling game was announced this week oh, <laughs> what? Oh, for mobile phones oh, developed no. by Niantic, uh, the Pokemon Go company. Uh, it came it, out of
2: nowhere. They just yeah. were like, tweet.
0: Well, I think what happened was it was leaked. Oh, <laughs> So was then it? They, they followed up the announcement oh. of the leak. Yeah, oh, I, think I didn't that's know what it was happened.
2: leaked. Oh. Yeah.
0: Um, Miyamoto got a quote Niantic's AR, Niantic AR technology has made it possible for us to experience the world. As if Pikmin are secretly living all around us, Miyamoto said in a statement. Based on the theme of making walking fun, our mission is to provide people a new experience that's different from traditional games. We hope that the Pikmin in this app will become a partner in your life. Sign up page is already available for alerts and possibly early access. They they usually do that.
2: They really gave no information about it at all. Now that you say that it was leaked and it was just kind of, they were force of hand to, to show it. That makes a lot more sense now why they didn't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read somewhere, I, I can't remember what the quote was or who it was by. I guess it was from a Niantic rep or something saying it's not going to be like Pokemon Go. Because I was, as yeah. soon as I saw it was Niantic and stuff, I was kind of thinking through my mind of like, what could this possibly be? But it sounds like it's going to be something totally different.
0: I just recently signed up for a walking app that'll let me save points to get like a gift card. Mm -hmm. I don't think Nintendo is about to give gift cards, but I was wondering if it's going to be like some sort of a walking companion that as you do steps, like your Pikmin start to you know, explore a world or something like, you know, like when you're playing the Pikmin game, your job is to collect them so they can do tasks. Mm-hmm. And the maybe more Pikmin
2: you have, the more you can do.
0: Maybe it's something like that. Like mm-hmm. the more you walk, the more Pikmin you get, the more Pikmin you get, the more they can do. Like you level mm-hmm. up, It's just kind of a walking companion. That's mm-hmm. where my head was with it.
2: Yeah. And they have all of this data with Pokemon Go and they have a couple other apps. They have the, um, I forget what their first one was, but they also have Inverse. the Harvest inverse and then they have the harry potter app too yeah. they've collected so much map data that i mm-hmm. that will absolutely be used here somehow with like probably waypoints similar to like the pokestops and the pokemon gyms, and whatnot pikmin
0: boss battles that you know you and people can well
2: now you know, you're thinking too much with. like pokemon go like that that was my thought too but if it's going to be something very different what else i could still think you, do? you could have
0: like those events but that's a good point. I don't know.
2: Like, I feel like that's immediately where our, our thoughts go. But if they're saying it's going to be quite different,
0: I, I'm going a level with you guys. I don't, I don't care. I don't do level. I, I don't care much
1: about this though. But I'm I trying to imagine a Pikmin game in a phone. Like, mm-hmm. I just think of like you're just running across random battles, and you have your Pikmin, and you just throw them. I'd
0: rather them make an actual Pikmin game for phones because mm-hmm. unlike Mario Kart Tour, yeah. the touchscreen interface would work really well with Pikmin. It kind of mm-hmm. would. You swipe. You could circle to round them up. I mean, that, that yeah. works.
2: I would check this game out. I definitely will check it out, but I will only play it if... Because the reason why I don't play main series Pikmin is because I get very distressed when my Pikmin die. It's very upsetting to me. Um, so if they don't like die in a really distressing way in this, I'll, I'll definitely check it out.
0: Oh, they'll die. The no. Andros. But- says I hope it's like a worker placement game. You go to Pikmin stops and you can send your Pikmin to collect things at the end of your play session. You call them back to get stuff to upgrade your character and gear. Mm. That's another cool way of going about it. It makes sense. Very so good.
2: less of a game and more of like you said, kind of like a companion for like when you go on walks or go to the store or something.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more you do the better the better you get at it. I yeah. would be
2: that sounds pretty chill and they won't die in a really upsetting way. So I would like that. It would encourage me to walk more again.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no,
2: no, no, it's very upsetting.
1: You should see Persona games; oh, they just man. rip
0: them apart. What if, what if, what if they come out and they're like, "You have to do ten thousand steps today, or the Pikmin get it."
2: Man, I'm getting fit. <laughs> I'm gonna get very fit.
0: <laughs> they show you your little ghost Pikmin.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. help us, Rebecca.
0: Hear <laughs> it? Yeah, just real, just
1: real quick, Donnie. Oh we got confirmation Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD is released May 25th for Nintendo Switch, also on PC and PS4. The base game is, uh, MSRP is 50 USD, and the deluxe version is $20 more at $70. That's better than you thought. It, I I didn't care <laughs> for those prices. But, you know, I'm thinking about more and more again. Previous Shin Megami Tensei games on the 3DS, 4 and 4 Apocalypse, they're $50 too. So I'm like, okay, they, they're more of but a premium, the, richer price. Yeah, when the
0: when the price was first released or unveiled, Garrett was afraid that it was going to be $60, to <laughs> which my response was, why are we still having this conversation? We've had this conversation way too many uh, times. Garrett, they're all $60, all of it. Metopia, all of it. No. It's all $60. No, I don't want if it's it. it's on your Switch, and it's a full retail game. It is $60. And just be happily surprised when Tony Hawk is 40. <laughs> like, just be happily surprised mm-hmm. when it's not. I know. Yeah.
1: Anyways, um the deluxe version includes four days early access. Atlas has been doing this, this deluxe version, and you get it four days early. So I like if it. it. If it works for them and people like it, sure. I, I, I don't mind it.
0: I said this back when, um little tangent, you remember when Bethesda said they were no longer doing like press review copies. Yeah, ahead of yeah. release. I think this is a really great way of letting like your most fervent fans pay extra for a little good, like a little bonus. Oh, I've said this for a long time. I think game pass games should come early to people that subscribe to game pass. Yeah. I think it's amazing if you're like, Hey, the press embargo on our game is out a week earlier before it releases. But if you give us $15 more, we'll let you in on it too. All, like digital only. I I would much so much rather oh. than do that oh. than microtransactions oh. than yeah. than gotcha mechanics than all the Killing things me. they're doing. I would <laughs> I would so That's much a rather nightmare, have Johnny. that.
2: That's an absolute nightmare because I would for certain games I would have to do that to play early because I can't wait. But I don't want it digitally.
0: I I still think it's I, again it's one of those things where you can. You can totally not do it if you do want to
2: wait. You don't understand if it was Zelda, if it was Splatoon, I, I can't think it, wait.
0: I think it kind of levels the playing field and it allows like some smaller outlets or smaller people or individuals or stuff allows them to be there early with reviews. Like if you're really into that, would you pay $15 to be there? I think yeah, like a lot of buy it. Yeah. Then I would
2: have to rebuy it physically.
0: And that makes them more money. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs>
0: There's no, no downside to what you're saying.
2: There's a big downside <laughs> to what I'm saying. But it's just to you.
0: <laughs> like, I would totally buy Mario Golf for $70 to and then play. Re-
2: it. Aren't you going to buy it physically, too?
0: I would wait for it. A- so I have done that. I have bought games, but I usually wait for a sale on the physical copy. I'll wait until I can get it for cheaper.
2: What first party game is going on sale in the first seven years of its life?
0: I just got Mario Party for $32. <laughs> like, it, happens.
2: But it, oh, happens. it happens. <laughs> Mario
0: Party. It happens. Breath of the Wild has been down to 40 It happens.
2: Oh, okay. So I'm paying 60 and then 40 Okay. <laughs> you want to
0: use Later. copy Later. off of eBay?
2: No. No. <laughs> Why well, do you Rebecca? need a physical
0: copy
1: day one? That's, that's the question. What? <laughs> Why do you need a physical copy day one?
2: For my collection. Well, I mean, you could get your, your physical copy later. Yeah, 10 years later. later. Uh, like
0: three years later. Chris says know. we're in the minority physical I digital. I know,
2: but it's now, so money that I have to pay.
0: I agree, but the numbers bear out that digital is like half. We're not in like it, a minority. It's, it's, it's like half, a half. Well, half.
1: It's, I mean, it's growing. It is yeah, growing. Don't percent. get me wrong. It's yeah. growing,
0: but it's, it's not, you know, 80, 20. It's like 55, 45. It's not the minority. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: true. <sighs> okay, let me let me finish this out. The deluxe version includes that, and also the main X pack, which adds Dante from the Far Cry series. The Chronicle pack adds Rado from the Dead or Alive series, but that's free DLC. That's and cool. and merciful di- difficulty, which is like an easier difficulty setting, that's free as well. And then the Merc- and then map packs, and then song packs. The one thing besides Donnie's laughter. Um the marketing of this was very weird. The deluxe version, it it kind of advertised all these DLCs included in this pack. But the maniacs are pa- the chronicle pack and the merciful difficulty, the easier difficulty is free. And so I had to really read into it to make sure that this wasn't behind a paywall. If merciful difficulty was behind a paywall, I would have been a little I would have been like a little pissed off by that just because you're paying more to get an easier difficulty. That doesn't make sense. But then I read a previous like article, like a few months ago, the developers were like, Hey, this merciful difficulty is going to be for free, but they didn't market it as that I wish they did for their mm. base game. Um, but anyways, this is a modernized version of the PS2 classic from 2003. That's why I think $50 is a little much. We see Persona 4 Golden on Steam for $20. Like, this completely is completely
0: different. No, it's not because it's going to be on different. Steam. But then buy it on Steam. It'll be cheaper on Steam faster.
1: Yeah, it'll be, it's already $10 cheaper.
0: See? It's, already, <laughs> it's, it's a different thing. When you, when you put it on Switch, you pay for a premium for software.
1: That's not true with this one, though, right? Because it's multi platform. I'm not going to buy this on Switch if it's more expensive. That, that's just gonna be me.
0: Right, but if you're gonna buy it on Switch, you are gonna pay more for it.
1: No, it's the same price as PS4 and Steam. That's the thing.
0: I just thought, I thought you just said it's cheaper on Steam. Well,
1: if you go third party, if you go to, like, Green Man Gaming. Of course, or, and we know a week,
0: a week after release, you'll get it half off on Steam.
1: Anyways, these guys, well, these these games are always on sale, so yeah. just just wait for a sale, and you'll be good.
0: I think that's, yeah, that's good, good. I like that you're looking out for people's wallets.
1: I think other people are on the same boat as me, too. I saw Romain like, he's like, Yeah, that's a little high price. I know some other Nintendo. Oh, I agree with
0: you. I just think, no, no, don't get me wrong. I agree with you. I'm not going to buy this and I wouldn't. <laughs> it's the expectation that it would be different that I disagree with because it's, it's, that's, the expectation is just not. Yeah. That's never going to work because it's never going to be. Yeah. Just wait for Shin Megami Tensei 5. It's, there you it's, go.
1: It's coming out. Maybe this year. This year. No, I, I'm thinking it's probably
0: switch bro maybe it's a bundle of games yeah what could bundle mean rebecca i'm so- <laughs> bundle a bundle of games That how many is a bundle it's like at least five
2: at least four or five
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> at least five that's a lot Rebecca, hit us with some questions
2: all right i think i'm going these from previous weeks no, i added
0: I a bunch today uh shivs will stay because it's long we'll see another week
2: should I just go top to bottom here?
0: Just pick out whichever one you want to answer first.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ask better questions. If you ask the best question that Rebecca wants to ask, then that's the one that'll get uh, on the I show. Look,
2: I didn't look. I didn't look. Um, Ooh,
0: let me uh, yeah, out. Glitches says, you three are doing an incredible job each and every week. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you very much. Question, what is your best pitch mm. to innovate for Mario Kart 9? Guys, Switch Pro? Get no. excited! Get hyped. Get your mind like let's let's raise everybody's expectations through the roof. <laughs> Rebecca's face.
2: I don't know. The thing that I I feel like the exciting thing is that they come up with something that I didn't even know I wanted. Like the gravity that was brilliant. The parasails I never would have thought of that.
1: I think the innovation I'm thinking of. I hope it's as seamless to drive around and into courses like Forza Horizon or like. Uh, diddy kong racing the mario kart we have now is just like pick a course pick a here's these four courses here's these eight racers no i want it more fluid in terms of like what character i'm choosing what's the card i'm choosing and i want get granular on on that too if we want to right um i that's what i would enjoy off of a mario kart 9
2: story mode sure a space
0: my first
1: NBC type of thing
0: I wrote a couple of things down. The first thing I wrote down was a Diddy Kong style Grand Prix.
1: Yeah,
0: um, you guys know how I feel about Sonic All Stars Racing and Diddy Kong Racing. I would love to go back to like boats and planes and cars. Like get oh, crazy with everything. It. Yeah. I would love to see balance and courses that are made for each one. Or if you take the Sonic approach, where every course, like each lap, you do one as its own thing and it keeps transforming. I think transforming carts could be a lot of fun, especially with customization. But innovation—that's not really innovation. Innovation—I think it'd be cool to have. Hear me out. and It's going to be a little in the weeds. Mm. Character-specific power-ups.
2: Okay. Oh No, I don't like that.
0: So one of the things that I don't like about the current Mario Kart is that there are certain kart racer combinations that are just better than others. And I would minimally, like...
2: Minimally. Very minimally.
0: I don't think so.
2: Like if you're racing on like some kind of... If you're competitive,
0: racing competitively, like- you're like... No yeah. Mario and you're on a bike.
2: Yeah. So by making character specific power-ups, you're only making that more evident. That or or
0: you're giving different carts and, and you are. I think you're looking at the opposite way. I would like to level the playing field a little bit with with different type of things. Like, but um, I
2: feel like the, the way that it is right now is so minimal that if you're playing with all items casually online, it doesn't matter who you pick. You can still come in first no matter what yeah with um, items with uh, yeah with nobody items. who plays mario kart competitively
0: but you know like I, I think they've done like um like the super eight and like they've got like weird power ups that you get every i i think it'd be cool if there were like like if there was like a i don't know like a magic or a, a question block or something and like if you hit that with yoshi you got something yoshi specific if you hit that with mario you got something mario specific i don't know like what that is but like just adding a little more flavor to that
1: a little bit more variety there, like I think like there would be, be really custom cool. Custom power ups with characters—you're going to have to balance that pretty well. I mean, that's, I that's I, I, would rather I want them,
2: more balance. I, instead yeah. of doing that, I would rather them add more Nintendo characters and not really worry about. I them
0: would them. Like, like more IP. You movie. could smash it. Like I'm all Book for that.
1: And get all the Fire
0: Emblem characters on it. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I'm all for that. Give that sounds Thanos, great.
2: Give me Give me Kirby.
0: Um. Third-party characters, that would be cool. What about a course creator? we have got them... It could be... Okay, yeah. You know. It's it's a lot harder, right? Because it's not like Mario Maker where everything is very simple. Like, Mario Kart is a big, beautiful game. Like, how much could you do with a course creator?
2: Even if you could just draw, like, the the course that you want and, and like, the whole background's the same for you. Like, maybe you have... Um, like a rainbow road track and everything's kind of how rainbow road currently looks but you draw kind of what you want the track to look like and then it auto does it for you
0: custom battle maps that's that's easier that would be great that'd be a lot more fun that'd be a lot more fun just give us battle mode <laughs> battle, like i mean i feel like a just a old record at this point but yeah battle mode legit battle mode I, i'd be excited for any of that stuff to come but uh yeah my biggest not my issue. It's not the issue. It's just that I, I do wish that like all, I wish all of the variety across carts and everything were a little bit closer than I think they are now. Cause I, I like the chaotic arcadey nature of Mario Kart, mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think that'd be more fun.
2: Cool. Um, Yarden wants to know what's the final recording before Mario's demise on March 31st. Could you all just say a few kind words about him? <laughs>
0: oh rest in peace dude
1: (laughs) we've only known you for 35 years i'm i'm so sorry (laughs) i'm sorry nintendo's uh going forth with this we don't agree with it either but
0: no it's super dumb
2: we're we're
1: a slave to them so what can we do
2: the best thing you did for us was introduce us to yoshi thank you for doing that
0: (laughs) yoshi's yoshi's super cool I still can't believe we just know Mario 35. It's just gone forever. I can't believe it either. I'm going to make sure I play that at least one more time. I
2: am. Time. I'm doing, I decided on the 31st, I'm going to have like a Mario dedicated stream. And I definitely want to play at least Mario 35. You've got to stream it time.
0: until they cut the server. <gasps> you got to stream it. Like you got to be live. Oh, server is like do You're it. done. What,
2: do we know if it's going to be like at midnight? Is it going to be like, do we know?
0: I have no, no. idea. I haven't looked into it that much, but I feel like if you're a streamer, you need to capture that moment online.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then it'll say, this service is no longer you be available. You like, like there's like some Miiverse. games that, like... People do that with Meverse.
0: They cut, like, some games back in PS3 era, but there are people that are still in the lobby. And, like, they just kept their PS3s running for years because they're still in there. Oh, my gosh. That'd be amazing. Wow. I would that love would to see be. if somebody... There's no way. Nintendo's just No, it'll come up saying
2: error, yeah. communication error or something.
0: But it'd be amazing if they did. <laughs> it'd be awesome if they didn't. Yeah. What if you were, like, you documented... You were the last Mario 35 winner. Like you win, somebody has to be. Service goes offline. Like you're the champ. You've done it.
2: Somebody's going to be the last winner. It could be you. That's really good. If you are the last winner, you should get the game for free.
0: Why? Only you get to keep it. Only
2: you can play. It's like those Labo (laughs) toy guns. (laughs) stupidest game to be the only one to have play it because you need 34 other people.
0: That's so funny. You get to choose. Uh, who. It's a private lobby from that point forward. Yeah. You, you get to choose
2: Super Mario bro at that point. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Nintendo, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, oh. it's kind of a mess.
2: Do we want to do more or are we, are we out of time?
0: How about 117? More? And I got to cut Apparently, ten minutes of Garrett trying to explain that same thing over and over He's again. Been
2: so live for one thirty-eight.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our numbers are different. Yeah, let's do one more, and then we'll okay, okay, it quits.
2: okay. I like this. Um, okay, this one from Ryan. What feature peripheral from a previous console would you like to see make an appearance on the Switch, or it could even be our for our new Super Switch? Me mm-hmm. Plaza better selection of virtual console games. Background music peripherals to play older games man I still want to see themes and folders I feel like themes we've been saying that like, like I feel I like I need right. a better answer because I've been saying that so much I'd rather want,
0: have I'd rather have street pass thing.
2: yeah I, w- I want street pass
1: I don't know like it, 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 street pass like is it would it be a local thing or would it be just something online? connectivity
2: i like the idea of it being local i want a reason to take my switch to the grocery store with me for it, it's month. just
1: a little big to me it's i a have little, a purse well, well there you go yeah see garrett you need a you need a bag i need a satchel get you, you do one nice, get a yeah. satchel. Nice guys
2: satchel. guys wear backpacks it's not like weird or anything i know
1: it's not weird it's just i don't want to take a backpack to the grocery
0: store <laughs> <laughs> i carried a laptop bag a canvas laptop bag in high school and totally got made fun of for having a purse for like two years what? of my life. And okay. then you That's fast cool. forward like seven years. And that really was like an in thing there for a moment.
2: Like a it, lot of people was. were
0: doing that. Yeah. I it was just was. like, was ahead of the curve.
1: I mean, I, I still always bring curve. my backpack to school. I mean, I still go to school. <laughs>
0: so Yeah. It's yeah.
2: not weird. Like people do it.
0: You know, as much, and I would love to have it on Switch. I don't know, maybe more than themes. Like I love themes on mm. 3DS. Don't get me wrong. I have a Give lot of Give me them. the freaking themes, man. But I'm really surprised we didn't have not have StreetPass on our phone. God, that seems to make a bajillion sense. Put it in the Nintendo <sighs> app online.
2: I feel like that's what Mi Tomo should have been. Remember that? Yeah. Miitomo? Yeah.
0: Yeah. What like no, a totally missed have opportunity. They should make, you know, like a couple of mobile developers to make a cute little couple of Mi games, put it in the Nintendo Switch online app to give you more of a reason to check it when you're not <laughs> playing your Switch. And Put Street Pass in the phone,
1: <laughs> just literally transfer the games from 3DS. Let to, you collect to the phone.
0: stamps, and there's yeah. got to be
2: technology there that tells you when you're near somebody. Of course, they've no people. sense. Yeah, put it in the
1: phone. <laughs> I think everyone would love that.
0: Yeah, that, that'd be that'd be a from everywhere With
2: your phone, anyway, it's not like you'd be forgetting it,
0: exactly. And that's why, like, Street Pass, like, as Garrett said, doesn't make a as much sense like with the console as your phone because you have your phone anyway but could you imagine going to like a PAX street passing your phone
1: oh yeah no, no
2: that would yeah, be crazy. Like, I, I feel like that's such a good way to find like other like minded players like you you might find someone at your work who plays the game yep. or something like 100% I feel like that's such a good way to connect with people you know, because mm-hmm. you might never bring that up to, like, a coworker or something, but they might have the app and you would connect and be like, oh, my God, we should play a Switch game. Or they're in a the
0: different app. department, a different floor, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you find people. Yeah. That would be cool. A little messaging on thing. On college
2: campus. I'm sure that would be a huge thing on college campuses.
0: Mm-hmm. Nintendo, uh, why aren't you doing this? <laughs> like, Right. This is- no, we're going to make okay. Pikmin go. <laughs> Good <laughs> okay, job, guys. Sure. You did it. <laughs> All right, this uh, is
2: exactly what Pikmin fans want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> not Pikmin 4.
2: I feel so bad for well, Pikmin so 4. Days,
0: that was the thing I made fun of, Kevin. I was like, finally, yeah. Pikmin 4 is here. Now we finally know what it is. It's this <laughs> I hear Kevin game. screaming
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: oh, man. That's going to do it for us tonight on the show. The recording might be delayed. Maybe not. I typically stay up late anyway, but it's going to be a long edit, so we'll see. Um, so if it's not out super thing in the morning, if you listen this far, that's why. Um, But that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you so much for hanging through with our technical difficulties as I recorded from a tornado watch. And hopefully it wasn't too bad. But uh, we'll catch you next next week. Good night, Kooplings. Bye-bye.